hello, hello. Welcome to Yay for Growth. I'm your host, Savannah Zipak, and this is a podcast where we have all kinds of conversations. Hello, everybody. I hope you're all doing well. Might I just say that I am happy to be recording as always. What is up, everyone? How's life been? It has been a while, um, but here I am, here we are, just doing our yay for growth thing. Um, I have been crazy, insanely busy with my master's program, my job, and everything, but needless to say, it's good busy, it's great busy, And I'm just trying to hang in there, just trying to roll with the punches and kind of make my way through gracefully, right? Um, That can be hard sometimes. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know how much I'm going to catch you up on life, but I did have a topic that I wanted to come on and talk about that kind of made me excited to record again. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't really had any desire to record. I've had a desire to have a desire to record, which is like the worst ever. Um, I think as far as the podcast and like my, um, mental health community on Instagram goes, I'm just not feeling it. Like I, I talked about this a little bit on one of my stories like two weeks ago um, for Lovely Little Healers, which is my Instagram community, if you don't know it on Instagram. And basically, I was saying that I just, I guess it almost feels forced as far as the community goes. And like, the main reason is because I used to, I used to just post about my previous experience experiences um, and current experiences in my mental health healing recovery journey like all that good stuff right and it's great because I got to connect with so many amazing people um, and really just kind of do that work together and feel you know just not feel alone in it and I feel like it has served as purpose and I feel like I am outgrowing that part of myself like it's always gonna be there that experience of my mental health you know being at its lowest and being able to go online and create content and connect with people through that like that is just always gonna be part of my life you know Um, being diagnosed with PTSD all of that stuff but I just don't feel as though it is a talking point of interest for me anymore, mainly because all of that inner healing, all of that inner work I'm doing, I do with my therapist. I do at home, you know, with my my boyfriend and my family and his family and my friends. And like, honestly, it's becoming something that is just so not the number one aspect of my life anymore um because I'm not in survival mode in that same way where constant 
reflection and connection with other people about it is helping me I think if anything it's hindering me because it's like I'm actually I have a pretty good handle on everything right now um because I've gone through what I've gone through right over the past few years that I've had this podcast and mental health community and it's like I've already gone through what I've gone through I've already done the work and I'm not healed or in any way you know past all of it but what I'm saying is it's just not taking up such a big portion of my time and energy where it makes sense to connect with people on this and another aspect to kind of this whole ramble right is that my um my job, you know, I work with substance abuse clients and it can be really intense and I'm, I, I really thought that being in behavioral health was going to fuel my passion for the podcasting community more because I would have more like experience and credential to share with everybody but it's kind of the opposite. It's like, I just want to leave that at work. I feel like I'm serving my purpose more in my job, in my master's every day. Like, I am serving that purpose of educating and teaching through the work that I do in my career that I just don't feel the need to do it online anymore. And I hope that some of you can understand that. Whoever's listening, even if it's just one of you, like, I I hope that makes sense because to me, like, it's what resonates and rings true for me. And so I'm really just trying to decide, like, do I want to close off that community altogether? The podcast, absolutely not. Like, I am always, I love podcasting. It is just so, it's so amazing. But as far as Instagram goes, and to be honest with you, I hate to say this, but like a lot of millennials, like, I'm getting really into TikTok And I'm just seeing how shitty Instagram is, like, becoming. I used to love Instagram because it was so, it was so, like, it was for artists and creators. Like, it started as, you know, just this thing that only, like, artistic people or people who like photography kind of used. And um, now it's just this big, you know, just kind of like another Facebook, right? Just another social media platform for people to, like, just talk and compare themselves and blah 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 whatever um obviously instagram is amazing in so many ways it has connected me with all of you i am not even kidding and for that i am forever grateful right because that has really been such a big part of my early to mid 20s and now i'm 26 i'll be turning 27 and just like a lot of things are changing And I'm seeing that one of those things is Instagram. And to be honest with you, I don't feel like it is a platform that I resonate with anymore. Like, I just don't see Instagram as being credible credible because there is so much bullshit. And even TikTok, too. Like, there is just so much bullshit out there. And I don't want to be in the mix of that. Um, 
I kind of think the podcast is the, the best way for me to go and really reach people. And it sucks because obviously, you know, with Instagram, like, if you're good at, it, like, if you're good at creating in a way that's, like, trendy and holds people's attention for that, like, five, like, you know, that 60-second reel or whatever, like, yeah, you might blow up, you might do well, you might get a following, you might make money off of it, all of these things, but, like, at the same time, I just, it's not, it's not appealing to me. Even as someone who's very creative, like, if anything, it's overstimulating. It's too much. It's too much. It's the same thing on TikTok, the same thing on Instagram, the same thing on Facebook, and it's just, even Snapchat now, like, it's too much. So I really think that, and it's crazy because, like, through talking this out, I'm kind of realizing, like, the best route for me to really reach people in a way that feels, um, what's the word, like, sustainable is the podcast and that is something that I'm comfortable with and I don't feel is just kind of like fluff Instagram for me at first was very like meaty very quality content that I was making very real um and consistent and now I just feel like if I do post anything it's kind of fluff it's not there's no real sustenance to it um and I hate to say that but it's just the way at least I feel it has become I know my viewers and all of you who listen and watch or whatever and follow um might see it differently but for me like it just doesn't it doesn't feel as authentic as it used to feel so you know definitely don't be surprised if I kind of close out that Instagram community um, or at least try to go a different direction with it, um, entirely, because, you know, I do love the people that I have connected with on that page, you know, lovely little healers, which started as the dot sacred space, so the sacred space, it, it really, it brought so many people together, or not together, but I guess so many people connected with what I was posting that I had never in a million years thought you know people from college and even like uh community college or just my childhood like so many people that would be the last person in my mind to connect with me on there you know and it's it's crazy it's really crazy like um the route all of this has kind of gone and I definitely needed the time away and the time to myself. I think right now I'm in a phase of my life where keeping to myself is actually benefiting me more than sharing. Whereas, like, it used to be the opposite way because when I would share things on Instagram, it would just, like, in the podcast as well. I feel like it, it was me exposing myself, right, and being vulnerable in a way that it's like my diary and I'm holding myself accountable but now it's like I just it's becoming such second nature for me to do that in my like everyday life and I have such great people in my life that I can do that with and um you know professionally and personally and it's like I just don't feel the need to share as much 
Um, and it's, it's hard because there is a part of me that always feels like, always has that little wound of feeling like I overshare because I am a talker. I'm very vulnerable. I, for the most part, I'm an open book. Um, sorry for that little, like, (laughs) I, okay, so full disclosure, like, this will be released after you know, I'm not home alone anymore, but, like, I'm home alone right now, and, like, every little noise or thing, um, is creeping me the fuck out, and I literally think there's a murderer, like, I have scissors sitting right next to me, I have a spray bottle of bleach right by the door, and we have a machete under the bed, it's, like, fucking hilarious, um, (laughs) so, anyways, moving right along, Yeah, I just, I kind of just been keeping it myself and actually benefiting a lot more from that. And it gives me energy to do the things I need to get done and focus on my career, which is like my main goal in life right now is just moving up in my master, with my master's of public health. Like I want so badly to just make a difference in the world of public health and just do the best I can with science, healthcare, everything. Um, so that I have even more to share and more to teach you guys, right? Um, but you know, the essence of yay for growth right now, like it's definitely not changing. Like I like to focus on all aspects of life and perspectives, changing, learning new information and all of that is growth. You know, every little new thing that we discuss and learn, that's growth because it's something that you hadn't discussed or learned before. That's where I'm going to leave that. We'll take a little break. And then I'm going to get into today's topic, which is let's talk finances. So it's going to be a good time. So hang tight. I have not changed the anchor advertisement thing like since I made this podcast. And I think it's so funny. But yeah, let's uh let's talk finances, shall we? Um so all right, as somebody, let's just start this off by saying like scarcity mindset um and fear of not having enough money is something that has always been a real struggle for me like for those that don't know or haven't listened before, like my family, you know, we grew up even though we grew up in New Jersey, like, in a nice area, we were still, like, one of the, probably the poorest family in my township, um, and we kind of just always were struggling with money, you know, like, I had a single mom, and life was kind of chaotic for a little while, moving around and stuff, and it was just, you know, times were hard, right, so I kind of developed a little bit of a wound of always being scared about money, as a lot of us do, I mean, I think even when you're born into money, it's like you still, even if it's not a fear of not having enough money, it can be a fear of, like, losing the money that you do have, um, so yeah, I really thought it would be fun to kind of talk about finances, and the idea was prompted when I was helping my boyfriend with, like, his budget, Um, I've always been really good with my money, even as, like, a little kid when I was just making money at a bagel shop, you know, like, every weekend. Um, and I, I, over time, have found comfort 
and I have found joy, honestly, in, I just, like, move my foot, um, I've found joy, I've found comfort in budgeting and trying to make the most out of my money and make the money that I do have last or um, spend it in a way that makes me happy. And through all of that, you know, I do think I'm healing my relationship with money a little bit. The only frustrations and like wounds I have that really like get triggered are mainly triggered by you know, right now I'm not making like what I feel like I should be making as a master of public health student who's going to be graduating in like six months, six to eight months. Um, so, you know, but that's, that's everything aside. I think over time, my relationship with money really has healed a lot. Um, and a big part of that is understanding that debt is something that most people have um you know I was kind of like talking to my boyfriend about this and I'm not going to share any of his personal details but what I will share is like like a lot of us who have a college degree he has student loan debt right and it just kind of sparked this whole big conversation which I have had with like so many people in my life it's just that debt is so it's something that, like, no one wants to talk about, and people get so weird and squirrely whenever, like, money comes up or they, you know, like, let's say you catch up with an old college friend or an old, like, high school friend or whatever, and it's, like, you know, whenever we talk about what we're doing or where we are in our career, it's, like, that awkward moment of discussing money or salary or like student loans or something I don't know um and it's hard it's hard not to compare yourself to other people and think that they've all got it like they've got it all together it's hard to look at somebody you you know you emulate and think that you are where you're supposed to be. It's hard not to think that they haven't struggled to get where they are. They haven't made sacrifices or calculated risks. And I think something I've learned in trying to accept the fact that, like, most people have debt, and I've learned that debt is inevitable for the most part, and at least the United States of America, with with this society and inflation, if you want, like, a reliable vehicle, I don't know, to, like, live independently in a safe, comfortable environment, um, get a quality education where you can, like, build your network, or, you know, an alternative to that, like, start your own business, so you'd have to take out, like, business loans, um, all of these things are so important to, like, getting a decent-paying job, stable career, stable life, if you want a family, supporting your family. It's just inevitable, I think, to be in debt at some point unless you are born into money, which is, like, 
not even half of the U.S. population, right? Um, so a big thing that I tend to tell people whenever I'm talking about this is it's not about being in zero debt, right? Like, so first, all right, you know what? Let's back up. The first thing is trying to accept that, like, of course, everybody has some type of debt, whether it's credit cards, college, vehicle, whatever, um, mistakes, whatever. Everyone has some type of debt, and most people don't want to talk about it. Most people already feel bad about it as well. Most people aren't willing to be as vulnerable about it, which is understandable because money is something that people can get so judgy about. Um, and then I think the second thing is just understanding that, like, there's nothing, if anything, it's more normal to be in debt, right? Like, shifting your perspective to say, like, it's more normal to actually be in debt. And I do want to make a disclaimer and say, like, I'm not at all supporting, like, oh, yeah, just, like, spend a bunch of money you don't have, take out a bunch of loans, whatever, um, not doing that. But when it comes to investing in your life, you are investing. And part of investing is making a calculated decision and calculated risk if necessary, right? So calculated decision. I want to work in this field. I need to get a degree. I don't have the money. I will take out loans. Okay. Calculated risk is basically saying like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna start my own business, and I have a plan, but I need money to do it, so you take out a business loan, and you do it, and you quit your job, something like that, you know what I mean, that's a risk, because you don't know if it's gonna work out, uh, calculated decision, you know, your college education, you know you can finish it, you know what the parameters are, you know what the end's gonna look like of your loans, and everything like that, so, yeah, I think understanding that there is a difference between being frivolous or irresponsible and doing investing in yourself, investing in your future, right? Which the saying you have to spend money to make money kind of rings true in that way, right? So, yeah. Um, I think another thing that I wanted to mention is... Oh, yeah. So, I was going to basically say again that, like, you know, it's not about being in zero debt. You know, if you ever get down on yourself for it, um, which is very common, too, as an adult, uh, especially, I think, when, like, you find that, like, you're starting to pay off one debt and then, oh, it's time to, like, I don't know, like, get take out a car loan or something like that. Um, the timing of life can just be so weird and I think that sometimes we wait, like, sometimes we want to wait for something to happen in order to feel, like, fulfilled, happy, or relieved. Now, it's realistic to say that, like, having no debt is relieving. Having no debt is going to feel awesome. Fuck yeah, well. But life just doesn't always work that way. I think that, number one, it's completely fucked up that we just can't afford life as it is. Um, so that's definitely something. Just understanding that, like, it's kind of inevitable. Um, 
so I think I'm I'm getting a little bit um off course here but so I want to get back on track and just kind of say that like the moral of this whole story is part of becoming an adult or part of being an adult but in a different stage of your life um is money right um and money is something we deal with every single day of our life and I think that it's so important to heal your relationship with money and your thoughts around money and this is something I'm actively trying to do and it's very hard um especially because life just life ebbs and flows you know right when you think you've kind of got the hang of something life shakes you up and it it uh, challenges your understanding it challenges your tenacity um but I kind of wanted to tell a story too before I finish this up um one other thing that got me wanting to talk about finances and stuff on here is that while I was like having this whole conversation with my boyfriend I was reminded of another conversation I had with one of my close friends um in community college and basically he had told me like we kept in touch years after and we were talking one day and he was telling me like we were both about to graduate right um and he was telling me that a debt is 100% avoidable he said there's no reason why people should be in debt just to get an education and all these things. Like, you can avoid it. He's like, I did it, so they can do it. And um, I think that that was a pretty bold statement to make. And I'm sure he doesn't feel the same way now. I mean, it would be interesting to ask him and then kind of revisit it on the podcast. Because he's still in my life. Um, but, yeah, like... I just remember there's there's very few conversations that I've had with people throughout my life where it's like I can absolutely remember every little detail including the tone of their voice. Like if I wanted to, I could close my eyes, go back and hear his voice in that moment. And I remember everything stopping in me because I was like I don't know if I agree with you on that, dude. Like I don't I see what you're saying, but, like, you have to be really privileged in order to say that, right? Um, so, I kind of just wanted to throw that story out there. For any of you who... I want you to keep it in mind as you um, heal your relationship with money or scarcity mindset or whatever. Because... It made me realize that, I think that was when I learned, like, you have to be wise um, about who you let into your mind and wounds surrounding money, who you let into your financial awareness, who you let into... Um, who you just let into that whole part of your life, you know? I don't, I don't want to keep going in circles here. It's just, it is what it is. Like, that was a moment where I realized, like, this isn't somebody who, like, I love him so much as a friend and a person in my life and, like, all of these things, and I still do to this day. Like, he's one of my ride or dies, but 
I'll be honest with you, like, there are people who serve different purposes in your life. And when it comes to money, especially if you're dealing with a wound, um, if you grew up poor and it's like always kind of with you or if something traumatic with money happened to you and that's staying with you, um, you know, you have to be wise about who you talk to about money and be firm in those boundaries because I can tell you right now, like, I've witnessed so many people, um, especially when it comes to, like, family, um, having, like, others, just kind of, like, letting others lecture them about their money or their situation. When you come to find out, like, no one is as better off as it might seem, Um, so really just remember that when it comes to money and being vulnerable about finances, definitely be wise about who you talk to because I think that can have a lot of influence on your perspective, right? Like birds of a feather flock together and not even that, um, you know, if it, if it happens to be like you have a wound from said person, um, or said family, then maybe you just kind of create boundaries where it's like, I, you know, you don't get to say that to me. You don't get to talk about this with me or, you know, I, this, I appreciate your input, but like, this is not up for discussion. This is not something I'm willing to discuss with you. Um, you know, I, I, I deal with this by myself with my, you know, close friends or person or whatever. Um, Boundaries can be really important. So, I guess to just wrap this all up in a pretty bow, I I, kind of want to summarize and, you know, all the points I've made and just say, like, if you have any type of debt in your life or fears around money, that actually makes you way more quote-unquote normal and by normal, I mean, like, everybody else, um, which we tend to think is normal, but <laughs> normal's whatever you want. But, yeah, I mean, the average person has debt, right? So, I think you guys are going to love me for this because I looked up um, for America and, <laughs> like, some statistics, and it says the average American holds a debt balance of $96,371 according to 2021 Experian data, the latest data available. That's up to 3.9% from 2020's average balance of 92727 largely due to the rising balance of mortgage and auto loans. And not to mention fucking school, dude. Like, oh my god. That's so crazy. It says American households in total hold eleven dollar no eleven dollars. I'm such an idiot. Eleven point six seven trillion dollars in debt. According, can you imagine the average household is eleven dollars in debt. It's like what the fuck? How are you eleven dollars in debt? Like I know things can be bad, but like you don't have eleven dollars. Oh my god. It says, here's the average debt balances by age group. Gen Z, which is ages 18 to 23, 
9,593. Millennials, 24 to 39. 78,396. Gen X, 40 to 55. So it's $135,841. So I guess it's showing you it just goes up by age. And it says, so the average balance for a mortgage debt is $36,730. Auto loan, average balance, $5,000. That's interesting. This is really interesting. And it's validating. It's validating. Um, You know, I'll be honest. I'll say, like, I definitely got screwed over twice when it came to, like, getting a car um, in my past. And it's, like, in in the past, uh, fuck, what year is that? Since 2019, I've been through, like, two different, three different cars. And I got screwed over at the first two. And so I was, like, kind of carrying over debt from that. And I was beating myself up, like, um, when I got my new car in January. I was, like, beating myself up and crying and so upset. My boyfriend was just like, Savannah, like, listen, like, this shit happens. And it's sad because it's not something we're taught growing up, typically. It's not something anyone warns us about or teaches us to look out for. And unfortunately, if you don't have the proper mentors or parents or whatever in your life or just someone to be with you to teach you those things, like, you're you're left to learn and fend for yourself. And obviously, we all got to have common sense. We all got to educate, or, educate ourselves before we make investments, especially if that investment means we're going to be in debt. Um... But, you know, at the same time, it's like, we're all fucking human. We all go through shit. Um, Life is just so hard. And reading those statistics, I don't know about you, but, like, for me, reading those statistics helped so much. So much. Because I was like, oh, my God. Like, these numbers, like, this, this is normal. Like, this makes sense. And I just want you to know that, like, I know you're trying your hardest. I see you. I hear you. I love you. But I'm going to wrap it up because I don't want to keep talking in circles. Thank you for listening to my rant today. Um, Hopefully getting some more episodes out soon, especially um, with my spring break coming up. But we'll see. We'll see where life takes me. Um, Definitely uh, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. at E for Growth Pod, if you have any ideas for the podcast or uh, requests for episodes or you want to come on an episode. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of it. Um, I hope you all have a great rest of your day or night, whatever it is, wherever you are. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye bye.